You're listening to a Radio One podcast, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Every week on Mastermind 2023, the Women Leaders Special, powered by Nucleus Office Parks, our main man Rishi K introduces you to some dynamic ladies who power their companies, and you're with our guest of the week. One World, your station. Welcome to Mastermind 2023, the Women Leaders Special, powered by Nucleus Office Parks. My name is Rishi K. The core idea is to interview dynamic ladies who power their companies, handling crucial roles, driving growth, as well as value for employees and partners. We're going to cover CEOs, marketing heads, HR heads, IT heads, group sales heads, corporate communication heads, CSR leaders, as well as strategy leads. But the caveat is, all of them have to be ladies. There's never been a better time than now for gender diversity and inclusion in India Inc. And ladies like the ladies we are covering are at the forefront of this change and movement. Very, very pleased to welcome Vani Gopalan. She's IT Director, Asia PAC and India COE Head at FlowServe Corporation. Vani is an experienced IT leader. She drives innovation, transformation, cost savings. She talks about leadership, mentorship, technology, and is a wonderful public speaker and is involved very deeply in business development. Thank you very much for featuring on the show. And uh, how are you doing, Vani? Thank you, Rishi. First of all, uh, it's a great introduction and I'm kind of overwhelmed with all that you said. Uh, thanks for having me here and uh, I'm doing great. Awesome. You know, you've built global technology centers from the ground up. What do you think are a few essential qualities required of a manager who's building technology centers? All right. So that's a fantastic question, right? So building and standing up the center of excellence in itself uh, calls for business transformation. And that's one of the key essentials uh, for uh, building transformation. And that goes without saying that it needs effective leadership skills, right? So when we talk about effective leadership skills, the first few core leadership skills that comes to my mind are uh, being visionary. You need to have the end in the mind. Because center of excellence is something that you build from scratch. Uh, you need to know like from a people, process, technology aspect, like what goes in there. And having that strategic mindset becomes even more important because you need to see the bigger picture of uh, the company and where you're taking the company towards. Right. And uh, secondly, that's also my favorite thing. Uh, the leader who is driving this change has to be an ambassador of change and should be an excellent communicator because this role itself is a cornerstone for building the center. So one has to be in a place to communicate with different levels in the organization and they need to be in a position to explain what is in it for them with whomever they're discussing. That actually becomes a success ingredient uh, for uh, making this a center of excellence growing. And of course, being very collaborative and having that growth mindset and having the passion to bring best out of people and technology well rounds uh, to have the person to to lead the center of excellence if you ask me you know aligning technology initiatives with business objectives it's always tricky vani how do you manage to ensure that the two are seamlessly integrated for maximum impact as well as maximum value see i'll have to say this like successful technology and business alignment never happens automatically. 
So some of the things that I organically do as an IT leader is uh, number one is build that close relationship with business partners. And uh, that goes a very long way. And I can tell you, this is one of my success mandate that I built, like always taking that time out from your schedule to discuss and engage with business leaders. And uh, this is actually a very beautiful thing. Like I always feel that uh, IT leaders should be bilingual. When I say this, what I mean is uh, you need to speak the technology language as well as the business language. So sometimes, you know, speaking to business leaders in as simple English as that actually makes immense difference instead of really bringing too many technical terms. So that is something which is very crucial for uh, building that business relationship and getting that alignment between IT and business. You know, building trust is one among the key things that I would say. And trust is not built in a day, right? So it evolves and you need to have those constant communication, like open communication, providing that clarity to the business teams in terms of building the trust. And let me tell you, like once trust is built, I think the decision making happens even more faster. Clarity is there. Everything happens quickly. And then you become a very powerful enabler because today, you know, there are a lot of discussions and I think a lot of IT leaders and business leaders would agree with me when I say this. IT is no more an order taker. IT organization has become an order shaper in the world today. And with all the credibility that we are building in partnership with business. And the most important thing, what I would also say is asking the right questions. Right. Because do not assume like IT leaders do not assume and just think that this is what the business needs. Understand what they need. And it would not hurt for IT leaders to just have the discussion with the different departments and see like, hey, what are your pain areas and how can we help as IT organization? And uh, that builds a lot of credibility. And the last thing and the most important thing, what I would like to highlight is uh, what you can't measure, you can't improve. Right. So having those metrics built metrics and kpis built for the business like the system performance and you know organizational change metrics and after like you know the assessments that we do after uh, deploying an erp solution or constant communication with the business in terms of surveys and things like that gives a lot of promising comfort to the business that you are there with them and you are partnering with them not just for the sake of it, but you're actually there in the real world. And by doing this, I think we as an organization, not only me, but we as an organization has come a long way in building that uh, credibility and trust with business partners and thus aligning IT with business objectives. Very nice. Now, as an IT director, Vani, your responsibilities are more business-centric, they're external-facing because you focus on adopting new technologies and working with vendors, third-party service providers. At the other end of the spectrum, As a COE head, your role is to provide leadership, best practices, support and training for employees, which is a largely internal facing function. How do you manage to to handle both? Because they both call for extremely different skill sets is what I feel. See, that's the joy in the entire uh, profession. I can tell you that's a joy in my day to day life as well, because you need to wear different hats. And that is also the essence of leadership, I would call. So the key is how passionate are you about bringing the best technology and people, right? Because that is what it revolves around. And uh, to mention a few key things, I would like to talk about adaptability. 
like as a leader you need to be adaptable you need to be there uh, in terms of adapting the change at the same time driving the change within the organization because the role and the key highlights or the responsibilities that you mentioned about is all about change and what role you play in various aspects and having that innovation mindset which i call like the leadership mindset or innovation mindset where you are encouraged to think out of the box because like you say your team is definitely or the the organization that you're leading is definitely going to follow your action than your words so how are you as a leader in terms of building and fostering that collaboration within the organization which it also becomes very vital one of the other things that what i would like to highlight which has really been a game changer in my life is collaboration beyond boundaries right so effective leadership is all about uh, you know collaborating within the organization and beyond the organization you know creating that networking and also working uh, you know working and collaborating with your competitors as well instead of just thinking their skills as a threat but think that their skills as your strength and work with them and thus you're creating you know opportunities for you to learn and grow so this has not only helped me to evolve as a leader but it has also helped my organization the team that is below me or working with me to become better um than before that's wonderful collaborating with competitors i'm going to hang on to that thought now how strong do your cyber security measures have to be at flowserve and the reason i'm asking that is bani there is a view that retail and hospitality need stronger cyber security measures in place because their businesses increasingly rely on digital platforms does that hold true for flowserve of course see it is imperative to say that cyber security is key and important it's it's a success mandate for any organization right now irrespective of what business you are into and uh, so does with the manufacturing industry as well and today with the adoption of uh, robotics internet of things and ai and automation and things like that you know it actually creates a lot of opportunities for hackers to really jump in and uh, get information from the organizations like us and uh, definitely as an organization we have taken robust initiatives in terms of having the cyber security measures like proactive measures for every aspect of it see the manufacturing industry itself is like very fast moving and changing right now what it means is that a lot of changes are coming up in where you know people can access the data like anything in seconds so it becomes even more key for not only for organization like us but for any organization to invest a lot in cyber security right now because i see in india and across the globe this is the emerging skill set right now and when we talk about hiring cyber security skills that is very niche in the market and i don't think it's easily available it's also on high demand so my recommendation to all the it leaders and the organization is to invest in cyber security build your internal uh, knowledge as well and do not rely only on uh, uh, the partner ecosystem would smart goals or objectives or kras for it systems be drastically different from those of other departments uh, if so how see uh, smart goals is one aspect of it and the kras are the other aspect of it in my opinion right and uh, smart goals very much ties uh, into two uh, two aspects one is what you want to build for your department and how it again ties back to your organization as well for any department maybe it can be uh, you know uh, very very dynamic uh, but when you talk about kpis and kras are very specific to each individual departments like it kras are very specific because they are very much focused on the business True. and then again business kras are very much aligned to organization but in the end everything comes together and that's how we build that successful organization if you ask me 
Yeah, you know, I was talking in light of how Google's OKRs have just gone through the roof. Absolutely. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, everyone seems to be talking about a hybrid cloud infrastructure. Could you explain ideal hybrid cloud infrastructure to us? And in this day and age, is it absolutely necessary to have one for large corporates? See, firstly, let me give you a technical concept of cloud computing and cloud infrastructure because today that's a buzzword, right? Right. Every organization is talking about cloud. Everyone is talking about hybrid infrastructure, and it has become like you know, like a competitive edge for everyone to have that. So, what is this like? What is this hybrid cloud all about, right? Hybrid cloud is a computing environment that connects the company's you know private cloud services and the third-party public service in a single you know, set up where you have the flexibility to run the infrastructure and your application and, and your workload. This is what it is. But then is it required? It depends on the scale of the business that you're running into. And it becomes more evident for larger organization to have your on-prem as well as the public so that you have a lot of accessibility, you can have the reliability of data, you can, you can have the scalability and you can have the system, uh, less system redundancy. Right. For example, in the layman terms, if you really think about what this hybrid cloud all about, you know, I just thought like I can give you this example. Think about, you know, you moving to a new house Mm. on a different transportation or what. And you have one vehicle that, you know, that takes your uh, whole goods and your carriers and everything that is yours, which is which you use it on a daily basis or whatever it is. But then you also, you know, hire a carrier for additional carrying the additional loads and things like that. Right? On a rent basis, on a rental basis. But both these things works for you for a particular period of time. But one is your on-prem, which is yours, which is which you've been using. And the other one is the is a private one that you take it. Uh, again, that would also serve you. Your work can be faster. Maybe it can be cheaper. It can be reliable and accessible and easy. It's all about the availability to meet the business demands. You know, it is said that because IT changes constantly, IT professionals must stay up to date on the latest trends, the latest developments. What is your take on that? And also, IT directors often pursue professional development while in the role. And I think that's commendable both from the organization side as well as the individual side. Has that happened with you? There are definitely two aspects to it. Number one, like IT is changing constantly, like every day, every minute. That also means that everybody in the organization should also keep themselves updated. And uh, the best thing to do is like networking, right? Uh, where I do a lot, I can talk about myself and I see a lot of technology leaders coming forward and, you know, participating in the virtual as well as in-person networking events where we learn from each other. Uh, a lot of solutions that we offer within the IT fraternity and so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We pick the best practices from each other. And I was also talking about partnering with your competitor strengths, right? So this is like strengthening your strengths and managing your weaknesses where you're leveraging other people's skill sets as well. At the same time, you know, it requires an IT professional or the IT leader to also be a thought leader, like where you share the best practices within your uh, department or in your core areas and which you're good at. Personally, like I have shared a lot of information about leadership, about technology, 
or change management and stuff like that and uh, that actually um, you know takes you to places where you get a lot of visibility exposure and best uh, you know opportunities for you to delve in and uh, the other thing that you asked about is like you know do you need to keep yourself updated in terms of qualifications and things like that yes digital transformation is the new thing that is happening today and uh, yes i wanted to keep myself updated with what's happening in the world in terms of uh, iot in terms of uh, ai ml so i pursued the digital transformation course with iim indore and uh, that actually gave me a complete different perspective about what is really happening in the world right in terms of technology in terms of programs and that is also keeping myself ready for the changes that's going to come up within the organization or elsewhere um so that you know you are learning daily excellent uh, your professional growth story uh, vani if you look at it one key ingredient that made you who you are professionally i know it's very difficult normally people have a glossary of items but if you could just pick one the most important one i know that stuff like as you already said but i can actually think of one thing which is very important uh, for every professional and for me as well so identifying and overcoming your blind spots right has been a very key success factor in my entire career i can tell you like you know to advance in your career what really is essential is uh, identifying what are the key uh, improvement areas right and embracing that self awareness that these are your blind spots vani you know you need to work on them and uh, it needs a lot of uh, humility um, to do it and also you know actively soliciting that feedback and uh, gaining insights on your strengths as well as your opportunities for improvement right and working on both of them like i always say strengthening your strengths and managing your weaknesses like strengthen what you are already good at and uh, manage things where you're not really good at one example to pick on is like um, like income tax filing and finance aspects like i feel like you know i need a lot of help on that area so i outsource it to my husband <laughs> right smart <laughs> so those things really help and you know seek honest feedback from your colleagues from people who work with you and the 360 degree feedback really helps in you know making the best out of what you really want to do and uh, self reflecting uh, on what changes you're bringing in like how are you actually improving yourself and things like that and uh, the most important thing is like continuously having support from mentors and guides like you know mentorship is it's really helped me to elevate myself in every aspect of my professional journey so i would say this is the success mantra to keep yourself uh, growing lovely um this is not that kind of show so do, we don't want to stir up any controversy so please do not name any organization okay. uh, but gender biases if you faced any generically speaking please okay in my particular case um there's not that much of gender bias i can already tell you uh, although i have been in places where i i was only women employee or women uh, student or whatever it is with the coworkers and all that um although what i have seen is i didn't really make that as a as a, or get that as a big issue like you know i am the only female employee and second thing is i also did not want to make myself look very special because i am women and i didn't mind you know rolling up my sleeves and carrying out stuff for myself where fixing the computer or maybe carrying the cpu i didn't feel that you know someone had to come and help me or maybe opening up the door for another person who's entering in men or women so 
from a bias standpoint i wouldn't say i had seen a lot but i also know how to uh, i knew how to handle if i had faced any situation like that well said what's the distance women leaders need to cover to have equal presence in boardrooms a lot of people still feel that you know there is not that equal presence in boardrooms i want your opinion see i have a slightly different uh, opinion about this whole topic like you know everyone Fair is talking enough. about yeah everyone is talking about uh, empowering women to the board and empowering women to leadership roles and everything but i can tell you you know i've had a privilege of coaching many men in various positions in my leadership uh, journey and what i've seen firsthand is like you know uh, men also need empowerment yes and they also need coaching they also need training mentoring grooming everything because they are not invincible no yes true but they are with this societal pressure to maintain that mr perfect wall image right and that's why i say like you know empowerment is not gender specific like how what are we doing to get or provide those skill sets or empowerment to men as well who are on the board right now So this is a different aspect altogether uh, you know when we talk about getting uh, men or women to board because for me leadership or empowerment is universal it's not gender specific very well said are women leaders more effective than their male counterparts <laughs> or is it a myth <laughs> <laughs> all right this is an interesting question actually but i would really love to answer this see according to me leadership isn't gender specific let me tell you yes uh but as women we were brought up in a way to nurture care and take care of our you know family members and all those things so somewhere or the other this was a life skill that was taught to us from childhood yes so you know compassion you know and then uh, offer feedback providing unwavering support and uh, you know communicate with feelings and putting the other people first empathy or empathizing for others elevating others all these things uh, have been part of our uh, you know life skill so this comes very naturally for women whereas for men they have to really work on these skills because because of the societal thing and the the kind of brought up i mean i'm just talking about the general aspect right but like i said we have to work together to make this world better so there's no two ways about it so managing our weaknesses and then strengthening our strengths so take the best practices from each other and uh, work together to make the world a better place i would say actually you've segued in nicely into my next question and already answered half of it <laughs> but uh, but if there's anything left you can add on how can men and women complement each other at work for a most productive outcome was my question you're right i mean you've got to share ideas skill sets mentor each other whenever somebody needs mentoring other than that if you could think of anything else see other than that uh, what i would like to suggest is for the uh, women or girls or whoever is watching this i would suggest that you know we also have a role to play in the men's life whoever uh, men we have in our life like maybe our partner sons or brother or whoever uh, let us you know take that effort to make them their best versions right and uh, provide them that support and also teach them how to express their feelings because we are always taught like i think from the childhood men are always taught ki you're a man don't cry men don't cry and uh, you know that is actually considered as weakness so men suppress their feeling if you go you know statistically uh, men are prone to you know twice more heart attack than women yes 
because they 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 don't actually come forward to share their uh, feelings or they don't share their stress they don't share anything with anybody they just go quiet right because of the system or because of the the stereotype expectation whatever the society has i mean we i don't know whether if i'm really deviating this topic but that is how the situation is today and uh, you know i would really request or encourage the women to also support and ask them to you know bring up their boys such a way that where they come and share their feelings openly uh, where they are trying to be authentic right there's no mr perfect or miss perfect in this world there's nothing called perfect right you have to also embrace your imperfections yet you need to learn to be you know best so let's create that world where we are making uh, you know our partners the best versions of themselves and coming to your question on how can they also complement each other i think uh, you know men and women have to work together at workplace right and uh, we have to create that culture where uh, both of them are equally productive right and both of them needs each other in terms of you getting it and see we're we're only talking about uh, gender diversity there's another diversity that has come in that is generational diversity today we have a lot of youngsters the gen z talent has entered the workforce yeah. and and their thought process is completely different so i think we have to take a few steps ahead and think about what is next and really get to a place where we are empowering all gender where we are making sure that everyone is treated equally and uh, you know we are creating that world which is better for everyone and uh, productive my last two questions are lifestyle questions mm-hmm. what kind of music do you listen to any reason uh, music concert or show that you went to that you really enjoyed actually i start my day with uh, with spiritual you know hymns wow. and spiritual uh, that that's how my my day starts sometime i just listen to bollywood and uh, south indian and you know indo western types but mostly i involve a lot of it lot into spiritual uh, you know music and uh, concerts any concert that you went to recently that you would like to share with us uh this yeah, one in chennai but then it's very spiritual like it was uh, by uh, mr garshan john and uh, it was like a two hour concert concert amazing hmm. yeah what kind of books do you enjoy reading what's a book or a read that you can suggest to us saying wow this is something i read you guys should read it I love reading a lot of leadership books because that's one of my uh, areas of interest as well and uh, I am highly motivated by uh, Mr John Maxwell um, and I love his leadership lessons and uh, his perspective on leadership so I've almost read all of his books the best book what I can refer is the 360 degree leadership uh, that he talks about at every level anybody at whatever discipline you are in whatever level you are in you can be a leader that is a wonderful thing uh, that i can recommend to anyone on that positive note uh, we're going to say bye bye to vani gopalan she's it director asia pack and india coe head at flowserve corporation what a dynamic it leader driving innovation transformation and uh, such a it was such a wonderful experience to talk to you thank you very very much thank you so much thanks for having me here it was wonderful uh, being on air with you And we'll be back next week on Mastermind 2023 the Women Leader Special powered by Nucleus Office Parks with another dynamic lady leader. That was from Mastermind 2023 the Women Leader Special powered by Nucleus Office Parks. 94.3 One World Your Station. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. 
To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.